Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A, a, a Giants podcast for Giants fans. By Giants fans. It's Sean Morash and Paul Dottino. Down the sideline, into the end zone. From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. Welcome to another edition of One Giant Step, an Odyssey podcast. And don't forget, you can subscribe by clicking on the auto download feature so that you can get our shows as soon as they drop. I'm Paul Dottino from Indianapolis at the NFL Combine where so much is going on. The scuttlebutt around the convention center is hot and heavy. And Giants general manager Joe Shane spoke to the media Tuesday afternoon. The first topic of discussion had to be the big news that Kenny Galladay, veteran wide receiver who was signed as a free agent before last year from the Detroit Lions, will be released on March 15th. The Giants having that conversation, telling the receiver he'll be able to shop for a new job. Now, if it's a straight cut, they will have $14.7 million of dead money count against their cap, but save $6.7 million on their cap, the difference between the dead money and his salary. If they decide to announce him as a June 1st cap cut, and Joe Shane said they have yet to decide how they will do it, it would only be a $6.8 million dead money hit in 2023 as the Giants would save $14.6 million on their cap this year, but then take an additional 3.4 dead money hit on their cap in 2024. So Kenny Galladay's days with the Giants are coming to an end. The reason they do make this public earlier is actually to do a favor for the player. He was a quality guy, a good teammate. The Giants genuinely liked him, and this gives him an opportunity to uh, start thinking about what he wants to do as he shops his wares to another NFL team. All right, the big elephant in the room, of course, Joe Shane was peppered throughout his press opportunities about the Giants' pending free agents, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And I'll read you a couple of quotes that are the most important things of what he said. Quote, cautiously optimistic about re-signing both. Another quote doesn't have to be one or the other. Another quote, better for everyone, the team and the players, if both re-sign. Shane talking about the fact that they would like both guys to re-up on their deals without the Giants having to use a franchise tag because obviously that would tie up money in escrow as the Giants try to fill other holes on the team. He said he is clearly prepared to use the tag if he has to. Now, he did also say, and this will interest a lot of people out there trying to jiggle with the numbers, that if he did have to tag Daniel Jones, that does not take Saquon Barkley out of play. They could still retain Barkley by shuffling the numbers and doing his contract in a certain way so that they could fit both 
Jones under the tag and Barkley in a new deal and retain both as New York football giants. Joe Shane, the general manager, also saying that you got to have a walkaway number for each of the players. He has an idea of how much money they'd like to spend on each of the guys. But he did say, if you're really getting down to the nitty gritty and we're really close, you got to be able to pay a little more than you want to and maybe reach a little bit if you know that will get the deal done. He made it very clear that he does want both players to return. As far as Daniel Jones, he used the phrase that he still has meat on the bone, saying that Jones has a lot of football ahead of him. They believe he is on the up, that Brian Dable did an awful lot to improve their veteran quarterback, and that he will continue to grow and get better as he enters his second year in the Giants' offensive system. Now, he also mentioned, and this is pretty critical because you've been reading all kinds of reports about what Daniel Jones supposedly wants from the Giants. Well, Joe Shane, the GM, said he did not talk any kind of deal with Daniel Jones's original agent. That would be CAA. You'll recall much was made in the press about a week ago that Jones changed agents to athletes first. Well, Joe Shane says that change has no impact on the Giants' negotiations at all because he didn't talk numbers or any kind of deal with the first of Jones's agents and that he is now in conversations with athletes first to figure out how they're going to do this negotiation. So for all of the paranoia about Jones changing agents and being an impediment in re-upping with the Giants, Joe Shane pretty much put that one into the river. As far as Saquon Barkley, Giants GM Joe Shane saying, quote, we're a little bit closer. Quote, there's still a gap. Quote, there's been good conversation. Saying that actually, believe it or not, even though Barkley himself had indicated that the Giants had talked to him a little bit about a potential new deal during the bye week. Well, Joe Shane said they've actually been talking to his representatives since November to try to get something done. So there have been active talks between the Saquon Barkley camp and the New York Giants now going on for several months Joe Shane also admitted that there certainly is a value for running backs, given the fact that there'll be so many veteran free agent running backs on the market. And again, uh, this draft does supposedly have plenty of uh, fruitful running back prospects, especially in the middle rounds, although Joe Shane did not go that far to admit to that part of the equation. But there are people who do believe that. And Joe Shane did say you have to weigh all of the factors when you try to come up with that walkaway number. But he did say it's better for the Giants and team bonding if and for both Barkley and for Jones. Better for everybody if both guys are able to re-sign without using a franchise tag on either one. We move on to some of the other Giants free agents that general manager Joe Shane did address. Safety Julian Love. Shane saying that he is still talking to Love's representatives. You'll recall that uh, there was some conversation between Love's people and the Giants during the bye week. Shane saying that he also does want to see which veteran free agent safeties might pop free during the course of the next couple of months. 
And I thought that was rather interesting. Again, uh, Julian Love was on a rookie contract with the Giants, has performed extremely well, had over 100 tackles this year, one of the leading uh, safeties in the National Football League in that category. But uh, Love, being an unrestricted free agent, clearly he's the third priority behind Jones and Barkley for the Giants. And uh, Shane may just have to, and again, it's speculation on my part, when he says they will want to see which veteran free agents pop free, uh, that does kind of hint that uh, they may be looking for a more economically feasible solution uh, to, to that veteran safety spot. Uh, also, Joe Shane, the GM, saying that there has been talks with Nick Gates's people. You recall Nick Gates, who uh, came back from several broken bones in his leg, had the seven leg surgeries, and truly was a remarkable story as he was able to come back into the Giants lineup, played some some center, played some guard for the team this year. Uh, he does want to come back. He's made that very clear. The Giants uh, saying that they have had talks with Nick Gates and they'd like to see if it's possible. Again, numbers will always tell the story. Other free agents that Joe Shane addressed, John Feliciano, the former Buffalo Bill, who was the Giants' starting center for all but one game this year, said uh, Shane said they'll be talking to Feliciano's representatives this week, uh, says that intangibles and leadership skills and the kinds of things that guys like Gates and Feliciano and even Jihad Ward, uh, the uh, outside linebacker, do in the locker room and on the field are incredibly important to this Giants team as they continue to grow and try to move forward. Ward also, by the way, an unrestricted veteran free agent. But uh, with the way that Shane was talking about actually all three of those guys, it's clear he'd like to see them back. The problem, of course, will become what the final numbers will work out to be. Uh, in terms of the offensive line, to backtrack a moment about Gates and Feliciano, uh, Joe Shane saying very pleased that how last year he believes at this time he only had five offensive linemen under contract. Well, not the case right now. The Giants have 14 offensive linemen under contract for the upcoming season. Shane saying we've got a lot of depth there, and he seems to be very pleased with how that position has been fortified. However, he did say he believes there will be quite a significant com uh, co um, competition at center and at left guard and said that even with 14 offensive linemen with deals, that would not preclude him to going out and grabbing an interior offensive lineman if they thought the guy was a true stud and could upgrade the unit. We flop it over to the veterans on this team who already have deals and are quite safe, at least it appears for this season, but may be looking for extensions, renegotiations, other kinds of things that will help get their cap number down for 2023. Defensive lineman Leonard Williams. We all know his cap number is over $30 million for this season. And Williams had said after the year, was over in front of his locker that he would be glad to redo his deal and lessen his number because he so much wants to continue playing next to Dexter Lawrence along the Giants' defensive line. Well, the proof may be in the pudding because Joe Shane, the Giants' GM, says he wants to talk this week 
to Leonard Williams' representatives about doing something that will create more cap space. My hunch there would be an extension that would significantly lower his cap number in 2023 because Joe Shane said really good defensive tackles are hard to find. It's becoming a very rare commodity. There's not much in the draft, and there's not much in free agency. And he says that Leonard Williams is a very, very good player. So they certainly want things to work out in a redo situation with Leonard Williams that would add some time to his contract. Others to talk about. Joe Shane saying that Andrew Thomas will likely, and he laughed, get his fifth-year option picked up. I don't think anybody's surprised about that. Thomas, this past season, as this Giants starting left tackle, wound up being named second-team NFL All-Pro and is certainly on his way to a very lengthy Giants career. Xavier McKinney. Now, you'll recall the safety had uh, gotten hurt during the course of the bye week in a uh, buggy-type accident, injured his hand, was able to come back at the very end of the season, and, and of course, has been one of the better players on the Giants' defensive unit. Joe Shane said uh, that this week he expects to talk to McKinney's representatives to see if there's something that they might want to try to do about extending McKinney's deal, even though he's not due quite yet. But perhaps that could also help them lower his cap number for the 2023 season. And that brings us to a defensive stalwart. And by the way, another second team all pro selection. That would be defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence. Had himself a career year, led the Giants with seven and a half sacks. Joe Shane, the general manager, saying, quote, We'd like to have him for a long time. And so it does sound like Dexter Lawrence's potential for an extension is something that is on Joe Shane's mind. And obviously, if they're able to work something out in that regard sooner rather than later, it would help out uh, his cap number. Now, in terms of the combine, that's what these guys are here for, right? They're in here to check the medicals on all these prospects and to do personal interviews. Uh, Joe Shane said that Brian Dable, the head coach, and his staff are all here. They will all be part of the process because, after all, Shane's saying that the, the symmetry between him, Shane, and the staff has been incredibly important and critical to the Giants' success, not only this year, but will be moving forward. So he wants input from all those guys, and that's why when you hear that some NFL coaches – are staying home and not coming to the combine or that their staffs are staying home and they're not coming to the combine and they feel there's a benefit to being at their own facility, doing whatever it is that they need to do. Well, it's everybody's personal preference and everybody's personal choice, but Joe Shane and Brian Dable, they didn't even have conversation. According to Shane, he said it was simple. He knew that Dable and the staff was coming because this is what the giant foundation is going to be built on. The fact that the front office and the coaching staff are in lockstep. They want the same things. They communicate incredibly well. They're on the same page. And so all of them want to be cooking the soup at the same time. So there is no separation between the Giants coaching staff and the front office. They are all here for this combine this week in Indianapolis. Regarding the draft itself, Joe Shane, the Giants general manager, saying there's not great depth. Uh, on the defensive line with this Giants team. We know that Lawrence and Williams are outstanding players, but let's not kid ourselves. 
uh, behind them, the Giants really are thin. And Joe Shane said the Giants need to be better against the run, and they need to give Williams and Lawrence some plays off. They got to rest these guys. They can't be playing them over 95% of the snaps week in and week out. So he is hoping he can find some defensive line depth uh, in this draft somehow, some way. He mentioned, as long as we're talking about the defensive front, that uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who, of course, was picked high in the first round last year as a rookie and, and really came on during the second half of the season, he did mention, quote, he is everything we thought he'd be. Uh, and does believe that he will continue to grow, and specifically talking about how Lawrence and Ward and um, and uh, Williams have like been mentors and continue to help him progress, and they just think the world of Kayvon Thibodeau uh, as he goes into his second NFL season. Uh, the other item to mention draft-wise, uh, Giants clearly in the market for a wide receiver. Shane did not indicate whether that would be through trade, free agency, or the draft. His quote was, they will look everywhere. And when asked what his priority would be or what kind of wide receiver he wants, he said the number one thing is that the wide receiver has to be able to separate. If he's got separation skills, Coach Brian Dable will find a way to use that guy. So it's not necessarily about the measurements. It's not necessarily about the stats that were put up in college. The Giants want to see that physical ability to run routes and gain separation because of the creativity that Dable and, of course, offensive coordinator Mike Kafka have. Shane thinking that as long as you have guys of that nature who can separate, you'll be able to get big-time yardage and you'll find a way to move the ball down the field. Interesting in that when Shane was working as the assistant GM in Buffalo, even though they made the big trade and used a lot of draft capital to acquire Stefan Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings a couple of years back, you know, Diggs was not a skyscraping receiver. Diggs was more in that middle range in terms of height and length, but such a superstar he is that he helped take Josh Allen to the next level and allowed the Bills to become a true Super Bowl contender. The Giants certainly would love to be able to get their hands on a wide receiver who could do that for Daniel Jones, adding to the likes of Wandell Robinson and Isaiah Hodgins and whoever else winds up coming back in that Giants wide receiver room. Remember, Sterling Shepard coming off an injury is an unrestricted free agent, and so is Richie James, the veteran who wound up leading the wide receiving core in catches last year primarily as a slot receiver. Finally, last thing that GM Joe Shane addressed is that he was asked about free agent acquisitions and how that will affect their needs going into the draft. Shane said that they made their football board of prospects uh, this past month in February, and that's based on game tape and scouting reports. He said the holes after free agency will not push up a prospect on their board just because they may need a certain thing that they did not get in free agency. However, he did say things can work in reverse. If they do pick up some needs and fill some holes in free agency, he would not be afraid to move a guy down on his need board and thereby maybe not look to draft a player until a, a, a round or two later 
if he happened to be the best player available at a latter time when the Giants uh, picked on the board. Well, that'll do it from Indianapolis here at the NFL Combine as General Manager Joe Shane addressed the media on a variety of topics. Again, Kenny Galladay to be released on March 15th, and the Giants continue to be cautiously optimistic about re-signing both Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. You can catch all of my tidbits on Twitter at GiantsWFAN. And of course, always keep attuned here to One Giant Step, an Odyssey podcast. And you can subscribe by clicking on the auto podcast feature so that you can get our shows as soon as they drop. Until next time, I'm Paul Tatino. So long, everybody. <laughs>